1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Bradfoe Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me. Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm waiting for you to justify your stupid opinion. Bradfoe Show. That's delicious.
1: Oh, it is the Midweek Clubhouse Report with our friend Rob Bradford at weei.com. Occasionally, you hear him when, well, someone gets ill or sick or whatever on the Red Sox <laughs> network. Brad Foe is brought to us by McFarlane Energy, Greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlaneEnergy.com. Rob joins Gresham Keith. And he joins us on the Twitch stream as well. Good morning, Brad Fowl.
0: Man, the, the way that you, uh, the, you set me up. I'm available for mediocrity when someone gets sick or ill or potentially dies.
1: So Three nothing Braves last half of the second inning. <laughs> now I didn't, I didn't critique your work. I just no. said that you're available whenever someone else no. isn't. It does, if you did a bad job, you wouldn't be the next no. one up. Like Connor no. Seabold,
2: you get the opportunity. Uh, well, somebody I, else can't go. I like to, I like to think that you know.
0: Listen, I mean, I'm just gonna say I'm more like Keith Jackson. You know, sure. when you're like came in and said, oh, this is a big event. We must have Keith Jackson here. Uh-huh. So we must have Rob Bradford on this broadcast in Oakland at the last minute. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. Bradfoe, Keith and I broke down the uh, the amazing uh, errors, comedy of errors, in one simple play last night. And, uh, like, look, we, we, we even said yesterday, Keith and I, Rob, that, look, Franchi Cordero's out of position, but – I, I always thought that a key to sports was being – if you're throwing an object at someone, make sure they're looking at you. That's mm. pretty baseline, and Franchi broke that rule last night.
0: Well, I know that's true in wiffle ball when it's sure. automatic out, right? I mean, that's, that holds up. But, yeah, it's uh, Franchi's having a tough time over there. There's no question about it. And I think that when you look at he's, – he's delivered some good – and they've sort of fallen in love with this idea of him bunting all the time, which is sort of bizarre. <laughs> no. but, 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 I mean, he's bringing back the drag bunt uh-huh. single-handedly, which is, I guess, I applaud. But I, I, I think there's no question about it. And I know that Lou have said this, is that, you know, for all the good that Frenchie has done over at first base, this has to be an area of need at the trade deadline. And not only offensively, but defensively, this is this is Give him the old Doug cavage, Come on, I yes mean, please. The, the, I mean, let's go. They get you got to get the old Doug, Doug cavage there over there. You got to get better defense over there, and you also have to get better offense. You have to be more. You know who you need. You need a good defensive Kyle Schwarber. That's exactly what <laughs> you need. So, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that last night. It was a microcosm of some of the problems that they've had over there, and it, unfortunately, it's not the first time.
2: Yeah, and this was also examples of when the Red Sox go bad over the last few years. It's a, usually been a couple of things. It's been fielding mistakes and then base running mishaps. And the very next inning, they're down a run, no outs, Verdugo on third, and just not paying attention, I guess, gets picked off a third base. That's as, as a bad a play as you're going to find in all of baseball.
0: Yeah, of okay. course wow, that's saying something.
2: I mean what's worse than that? I'm trying to think. Like Uh
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean considering it,
2: it, considering the situation too. Like I I was saying to Gresh before, like if there's two outs, you're not confident the guy at the plate, you're hoping for maybe like a, a pass ball or something. But nope. You could have waited there for a sack fly or uh, bunting Cordero is at the plate. Maybe he drops one down. But, nope, you just get picked it, off it, a third it, base. It,
0: it did feel that way where I was actually listening to the broadcast. and It was basically like after that play, Will and Joe were, were resigning to, like, let's just talk about Joey C to Big Cheese for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. just, because the, game's, the, over. Game's, the yeah. game's over. The game's over. They lost but, it. But, but this, is, this is my point sort of with Franchi is that Cora says after the game, you know, maybe this is on me because we're trying to play small ball like what wait wait wait, what yeah like you're you you it's first and third with nobody out and you you're basically like saying here's our designated bunter let's roll a dice right. and, and that's what happened with Duggo. it's not an excuse but this was part of the equation I, now you have me racking my brain for worst play that you can have on a baseball field which I will think of just not now but that's dur- definitely top 10.
1: It's right Rob, there. Yeah. It, it is. Rob Bradford at weei.com. What did you make of Chris Sale last night and everything swirling around Sale the last couple of days?
0: Uh, well, I mean, are you talking about the TV breakage? Well, the whole that? thing. The, All right. The well, so let's, him let's being get emotional, him being yeah.
1: unhappy. And then he went out and pitched pretty well last night. Yeah, time.
0: so I'll start with last night. I mean, listen. I mean, I've said this on the podcast and wrote it. Like this is the to me, like we could talk about the loss. We could talk about Verdugo, the injuries. I mean, the injuries could be really bad here. We're waiting to find out. But, you know, the sale is the be-all, end-all here. We can't be hypocrites about this. We've been saying, like, what a difference this guy could make if he comes back as the old Chris Sale. Well, other than the fact that he only pitched five innings, that was the old Chris Sale. That was a step up from a guy who had just over three-yard AR last year. He was really good. He was throwing harder. His slider was better. You get that guy, like, that to me is, is a difference maker. That is, I know it's sort of like cliche, but that is a great trade deadline acquisition. So, we'll see when they go pitch against the Yankees. If he does it against the Yankees, now we're on the trolley. In terms of, like, the other thing, and I don't know, you know, where you guys fall on it, but I I ranted about this in one of my many, many fill-in shifts. Um, You know, I just – I couldn't believe people were making a big deal of it. I mean, this happens all the time. Like, all the time. Like, this whole thing, breaking the TV and getting emotional. Doesn't make it right, but it happens all the time. Rick Porcello – broke a TV, like, in front of everybody, like, out for everybody to see. So, like, what are we doing here? And that's who Chris Sale is. So, I thought every – here's – Chris Sale's Q rating right now before last night was not high. Vaccination, underperformance of the contract, but the breaking the TV not, shouldn't be a part
2: of the equation. And then when he's rolling and the team's going to Toronto – yeah, well, then there you issue, go. Then, then Q the rating falls, Redding falls, Redding falls again. Uh, again. But what do you think the plan for him is going to be going forward? Because he was nasty last night, but it was 78 pitches, five innings. And I don't think anybody has a problem getting him out of the game then. But as the season goes on, if he's still good, do they have to kind of manage him or should they manage him with kid gloves knowing that, you know, he could go down at any second?
0: Nah, nah. I mean, you have to – this. listen, to me, at the beginning of the year – they were doing this with all the pitchers, right? You know, screaming from the mountaintops, let these guys go deeper in the game. You're blow- the bullpen's blowing it all the time. And you're only letting them pitch, you know, 80 pitches in, in six, five or six innings. But I think as it goes on, he'll be treated like a regular starting pitcher. And they need that guy. And you know, it's, it's okay. You have Chris Sale. You have Nick Pavetta. You have Nathan Evaldi coming back. You have Whitlock. You have these guys. On paper, like you're st- taking steps in the right direction, but that's on paper. It, it, they, it, right now, it just feels like such a crossroads with this team. You are so banged up. You have these guys coming back, but at the same time, you, by no stretch of the imagination, have anything locked up when it comes to being in the postseason. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Baltimore Orioles are 500. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Like, what is happening? So, uh, but, but Sale, definitely a right step in the right direction.
1: Brad Foe, I know that uh, Rafi Devers wanted to give it the old college try last night. They put him in a DH, but by God, it was painful to watch him run. Is this one of those situations where even though the team is in some dire straits, you have to be smart with your best player?
0: Yeah, I I hope he doesn't play nine innings in the All-Star game either. Let's let's cross our (laughs) fingers for that. Oh, my God. Uh, Don't even get me started on that. That Ooh, I like some good All-Star controversy. Here we go. Um... Well, clearly they wanted him to play because it was uh, B- Rafi Devers' bobblehead night at Hadlock Field in Portland, Maine last night. So, <laughs> yeah, well, there
1: it, were more people at that game than there were in the trough. So that's uh, well, a you, feather in their cap.
0: And they were, they were also greater baseball fans because I was up there. It was a great, great scene up there. But it was, um, you know, with Devers, I said this. I asked Cora about this, about when I was doing the aforementioned broadcast in Oakland, I would see him grab his leg you know, whether his leg or his hip or whatever. And he kept playing through it, and he was good. And now you sort of reached this point where you have that area where it, it's not right. I think this is something he's been dealing with for a while now. And it just got to the point where it's breaking down. I, I don't know what you have to do in this last week. You've you, you got to come out of the All-Star break, and you've got to feel better about his physical status. Like, I wouldn't play him at all in Tampa. I, I would, might not even play him in New York. You just got to get this guy right. He means too much.
2: Uh, is there a big payday waiting at the end of this for Xander Bogarts? The average is there. The on-base is there. The power numbers are, are really nowhere to be found. Uh, I know he just had a, a three-game hitting streak snapped last night, but the month of July has not gotten off to a very good start for him. He's usually due for, like, one bad month a year. But I'm curious, if his power numbers stay pretty low, is he going to be able to Really cash in like he expected to.
0: Yeah, I think he will. But here's the thing. Like, we were talking about this over the weekend. is that hearing people talk about Bogarts is becoming different than at the beginning of the year. In other words – when the way they talk about these contracts and guys moving on, I think people are more consumed and obsessed with keeping Devers than ever before. Yes. And they're sort of like, uh eh, Bogarts leave, yeah, we want him to stay. But there's not like in April there was this outcry to keep him. And I think that's unfair just because the guy isn't hitting home runs. He's still a valuable guy in all the different ways that we're talking about. But I, I, he's another guy. I think he's banged up. I think that this is impacting his, his power numbers. I think he'll still make his money. But it, it really is interesting. Like we were doing this poll, um, with, I was doing it with Kyrie Thompson. I said, which star in Boston, this star, would you say you have to keep this guy? And Tatum was number one. Devers was number two. We had Mac Jones and we had Jalen Brown. But Bogarts was way down the list, which is something that it completely, a complete reversal from, I think, Back in March and April and even May, and I think it's just because of exactly what you said, because he's not hitting the ball out of the ballpark.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob, you mentioned the injury situation. How bad could it end up being here for the Red Sox over the next couple of weeks? And is this little All Star break coming at a perfect time for this group?
0: Yeah, it is, and it's it's worse than I think we're even like recognizing. Right? I mean, you you basically you went to the Yankee series. And you had one pitcher in your starting rotator pitch and he was bad in Nick Pavetta. But this is insane. Normally you would be like you'd be like, I can't believe this is happening to a team. But the thing is is that they're winning just enough and people like seeing these new players. So like, oh, this is okay, this is all right. But make no mistake about it. I mean, man, you get into August and September, you need these guys back because I'll come back to it. And you've got to play the Orioles a bunch. You still, and nine times, nine series against American League East teams, you have yet to win a series. Like, you have to see what your best representation can do against these teams.
2: Uh, Out of all the young guys that we've seen pitch so far, how many or do any of them factor in late in the year? And let's go, you know, best case scenario, let's say, you know, Sale remains healthy. Let's say Walker comes back. Have any of those guys shown – Like, is Winkowski going to get a run down the stretch or in an ideal world, all those young guys are kind of watching the, the the stretch run?
0: I love a good power ranking. I love yeah. power ranking yeah, yeah. the rookie pitchers, right? So, um, Bayo's uh, – speaking of Q rating, his Q rating is not high not right great. now. No, 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 no. 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 Good no, time, no. time to buy on Bayo. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Bayo shirts on, on the racks right now. But it's – I think Winkowski is the guy who – in, intrigues me because he's going to put the ball on the ground. You can put him in the bullpen. And they always said they're not putting Bayo in the bullpen. Uh, Cutter Crawford has been really, really good, so he, I mean, the, he actually could serve his purpose, which we didn't think was going to happen. But Winkowski and Crawford are the two guys that you say, "Well, you know, if some of these other guys in the bullpen are just sort of wallowing?" then maybe you do it. But, but here's the thing, guys. That's, that's nice. That's all well and good. But you still need to go out and get a legit, no doubt about it, late-inning righty reliever. And along with Garrett Whitlock, along with John Schreiber, that's what you got to get. And you can't just say, well, we got Winkowski and all problems solved.
1: Uh, Brad Foe, anything coming up on the uh, Brad Foe show that is of note? You're welcoming in more uh, junior high schoolers to work uh, with you.
0: Well, no, they listen, they, the, their, their talent level, the talent level of the Brad show has never been higher. <laughs> neither, has been, neither has been the demographic, by the way, of the people who work there. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I will say this. I got a text. So we obviously have the All-Star game coming up, and my, my guy Coop and I are going out to that in uh, Cooperstown, I don't know if you know this, a guy named David Ortiz is being inducted. Yeah. Uh, so yes. I got a text at two o'clock in the morning yesterday from somebody whose name rhyme with Mustin Momoya and he said he would be coming on the Bradfo show to talk about David Ortiz. I like oh, that. Oh. El Camayo, the yeah, little so pony. He uh he's take, he was taking a flight back from Greece last night, which of course he was. Uh so yes, that that's some one of many many things to look forward to. Very good. Well
1: done. And you can get the uh Bradfo show weei.com read bradfo weei.com. He runs weei.com. Our friend Rob Bradford breaking it all down each and every Wednesday. Talking the grand old game with Gresham Keith. Bradfoe, thank you, friend. We appreciate it.
0: All right, guys. I'll see you. Thanks,
2: sir.
1: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every
2: out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows.